Welcome back, Jeff. Thanks, everybody, for saying that in your head. I've been gone so long doing the Lord's work, Emily. I was on a mission, a missionary position. No, it's called a mission. I I was on a mission in Utah. Utah. uh, Filming uh, a show, uh, which may or may not be about a cake. Oh. But yes, being in Utah, Park City, right outside Salt Lake City, I did felt like I was on a mission. Oh, I would imagine. Doing the Lord's work, but Mm -hmm. it's been a very long stretch of time. We apologize. We recorded together in a basement, but I, I feel like the... The main reason, other than entertaining the ever-loving bejesus out of you folks, uh, why you tune in is because, yeah, you, you tuned in for the first time because you knew who I was because yeah, I was yeah. doing the TV thing, Coach. Emily, which, you know, takes precedence over all my verticals. But, man, I'm so glad I'm done. That's three shows in a row, Emily. Jeez, I know you've gone for a real long uh, time. And then I went to, like, New York, right? I'll get to all that. It's Ooh. been a, the, the craziest schedule of my life. Um, yes. So we're going to do a little... Normal ass catch up here, Emily. Yeah, but we're gonna top five it. Ooh. Yeah, we're getting we're giving it the top five treatment just because we've done so many different things. We've eaten things. All right, we're watched. in the top five. They, they, we're just in the top five everything. Yeah, we're just we're giving. What it. are we watching this week? What we ate this week? Yes. How was your week? Top five. Yes, all the things we're giving it the top five treatment. So that means you have to add two more things to how was your week, Jeff? Because I'm oh, looking you at it right I now on our up. shared Google document. Um, uh, <laughs> you try to trap me. <laughs> I know. Emily here. Because I was going to say. What? So I was going to say we do the top five. What are you watching this week? Of things we forgot we loved. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So. Well, no. Well, but you know, we're, we're just going to get just give it the blanket yes. top five treatment. And then, you know, we got a lot of fun things p- coming down the pipeline. Um, October. October is the month of Halloween, of spirits, of spookiness. So you guys all know what that means. You know what that means. We need your submissions. We need your stories. Your true, true. horror, ghost. I'm sure a lot of paranormal activity has happened over the course of a calendar year. Oh, they, it must have. So I know we have some classic submission folks out there that would love to share another tale with us that we will of course recreate with our morrow flair yes on the air here we have some very exciting uh, announcements coming up maybe emily a deep 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 triple oh. deep tease of a possibly i think it's locked in it is kind of locked in we just don't have podcast all the- recording in december so keep your ears yes. open for that one did you have any plans this holiday emily are you decked out yet because i'm gonna do it next week okay i don't know what i'm going to be for halloween but we, that's your biggest question because you're not you i mean you guys might decorate outside well you we got a little space in there i want to get these floating candles that are all the rage on tiktok and they real they look really good and they are like they're supposed don't. to be and then they have a wand so it's kind of like a harry potter vibe and they look pretty classy and you could put them in front of the windows and in your home so that's what i want to do for that I mean, let's be honest. The season is begun. It is begun because it's it already we are immersed in fall weather. I just have no idea what me and Mike should be for Halloween. So if anyone has maybe any suggestions, mm, maybe it's well, we have two time. parties to go to. We have the oh. we have the jewel bag show. <gasps> jewel bags, October twenty seventh at the famous world class venue Joe's on Wheat Where Street. I used to go in my twenties, and I <laughs> performed there once at the Paisano <laughs> Comedy Jam back in two thousand and three. Oh my god, I've erased like that. that from my memory. But that was when I hosted a bunch of other Italian American. <laughs> Comedians imported from New York City that did comedy, and I was the uh, MC of it all. It was quite uh, mildly entertaining. Anyway, yeah, 
Uh, we're going to be playing there Friday, October 27th. Uh, we have a couple bands, of course. Uh, there will be a featured performance by a famous rap musician. It's called Italian Ice, Emily. Oh, damn. Which is a, uh, you know, it's a, it's a live hip-hop experience, if you will, that will go on after us. We have a live DJ that will be playing with the band and then spinning into the evening with a full-on dance party. Oh, damn. I mean, I'm costumes, so excited. Obviously, if you're not in a costume, you're going to feel dumb because yeah. people do come out hard. For our shows in costume, mm-hmm. like very good costumes the last two years, wouldn't you say? I'm- yeah. Oh, for sure. There was like some fake breasts in Paul. Oh my God. Titties galore. And we <laughs> love that. No, I mean like fake. literal, literally a, a fake breast a, a, plate. Yes, plate. Yes. So this not just not <laughs> fake breasts. No, not These like are this. costumed silicon. Well, I see. There's no way to say it. I know, really. but it's something that you purchase from <laughs> Amazon or wherever. And, you, and then you, you wear them. You slip it on over and you put like a necklace on so you don't see what's the, the break between the neck Listen, and the face. This is the vibes we're putting out, yes. but we are upping the ante this year. We have an opening band. Uh, that, uh, they're called um, After School Special. Oh, nice. Some local fellas that can really uh, play. Oh, nice. That we're giving them their you know first... Their, their first big, uh, not even a trial. I don't know. They could be terrible. Oh, wow. This is their first uh, first gig. So I'm, I'm proud to, to extend, you know, the gravity of the jewel bags and what we've become over the past three years. But so, yeah, I mean, that's what I'm going to be gearing up for. So you're going to, you guys are going to need a great costume. Exactly. Exactly. So if I was going to do a costume contest, but it's just too my big that. of a no. chunk. No. You know what the contest is? People know, like, when you walk in, you're like, yeah, yep. that's a good one. Mm-hmm. Do you really need, like, a $100 gift certificate to, like, you know, it's a nice old Schlotzky's ch- Deli or I something? Know, it's a nice uh, nice cherry on the Sunday, I would think. But, well, uh, you know, I don't think you need you what, it. Two no. cherries on the Sundays, those fake breasts those that people. <laughs> that so but- I encourage men and women alike, wear those things. <laughs> oh, it God. is kind of weird because I kept seeing our friend Jenny who had had those on. And I'm like, I don't know where to look. I know. You're invite, you know, I know those aren't yours, but it's part of your costume. Very, very difficult for a man to navigate through, you know, through that. Yeah, all Halloween is for, for men. It is. Just it's a, a lot bunch of, of ten- tig old biddies. Tig old biddies around every corner. Emily, I've got a question for you. It's on the top. Oh. Halloween. Oh, yeah. No, not yet. From the bells on the bottom of the sea to the clouds on the mountaintops. Zippity tops. I need to know right now, like I'm asking my pops and five bucks. How's your week this week? Oh, was it sweet? Did you find a treat? Did you find us something to eat? Maybe a little scratch behind the teeth. Uh, more teeth. Oh, so All many right. teeth. Emily, you go first. Oh I want to hear it. I mean, even though I've done a lot more cooler thing, I think you've had more, more impactful. Uh, all right. I don't know if this is necessarily good, which is no. why I made it number five. It's just five. top five impactful. I mean, this Impa- is doesn't have to, okay. it's not positive nor negative. All right. I just so well, What then, stood out most? Okay. Well, if it's for that, then I have to shift some things around. All right. We'll what? say number... Yeah, because my number five is probably the most impactful. Okay, good. I like um, that. But it, it sucks. But so number four... I'm sorry. Number five um, got to spend um, a little bit of the tail end of Labor Day... Uh, with Pam, Gus, uh, Dana, her boyfriend, Lewis, Big and my time. my two nephews, our, our two nephews, Lino and Frankie, up in Michigan City. It was the inaugural family launch since uh, our parents have done the renovation. They've really, it's, it's a great little layout now, and it's all updated, so nice. And we just had a really great time, a lot of laughs, drinks, uh, hanging out on the beach. Um, everyone pretty much left... Um, 5 p.m. on Monday, 
And Mike and I, I stayed down there. I worked from home on Tuesday, but we got to spend some some solo time with Pam and Gus. The, oh, after everybody left. After everybody, it was, was kind of like QT with the. Yeah. How did that go? Did you enjoy it? Yeah, we had a nice time. We had a nice little dinner. You know, we we you know. Oh, you went out to dinner. Yeah, we went out oh, that's to dinner. Because how how are the dinners inside in the new renovated condominium? That kitchen is so it's it's everything's top of the line. It's a great layout, great equipment, uh, beautiful finishes. Uh, just it's it's a beautiful white crisp. Just very they, they did a really good job. That's amazing. Yes, indeed. That's so nice. It was so nice, especially when you get a little you know you had the action and then you get a little QT with mom and yeah, dad. Yeah, it was just a really well rounded couple of days and and i finally got a little bit of tan which is now gone a little bit little of tan, tan a lot a lot of titties and a, sorry <laughs> okay, oh, where we're going. now we're on the the boob train but i love a little bit of tan's good emily yeah. in this day and age uh number four mike had a work party uh okay. his it was his company's their his restaurant group's 20th anniversary and he had to do some like he had to help with the setup um in terms of the food because they no no just in the beginning but then i I know he had to to chef coat on the whole time great hey hey, thanks for being a part of this yeah right monkey (laughs) i haven't been to like a work party like that in a long time that it was just like very old school it was you know open bar people were going hard and they had it at their one of their own yeah their, their, their restaurants yeah and they're just two floors a lot of debauchery a oh, reggae wow. band Ooh, raga it was just like it, it just brought me back to the old i haven't been to like one of those kind of work parties where like you know people embarrass themselves and it's just like the drinks are flowing yeah. and no one's eating and <laughs> all i'm gonna say is fabulous i fabulous combination I usually reserved for the holidays season. <laughs> no but i i was a hit i was a hit oh, yeah? with the with guess what demographic? Uh the uh thirty-eight to fifty-five year old females. I was gonna say actually well, actually, yes, but particularly fifty-five plus females. Oh, oh yeah. Emily's crushing <laughs> seniors. I love that. Hey, you know, that's our That's it. That, we, that's we 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 crush we moms. Tend to get along with we I am. I'm a mom slayer. I've said it since the day I was born. Um <laughs> out of mom and I slayed her tummy through C section. Oh yes. Sorry, mom. Sorry. We love you. Me too. Um Okay, that's fun. Yeah, so that was it. fun. That Making was... a good impression on the the workforce of Michael's restaurant group. Yes. Always helps. Always, you know, being like the... Nobody wants to be like the, the wife or the husband or the partner. It'd be like a dud. Oh, no, exactly. You gotta bring your duddy buddy duddy partner around exactly so i was i was fine you know it was fun it was a really fun time did you vomit on the ceo no did you and mike uh make love on the copier <laughs> no. i'm just thinking of tropes of, i know uh, right oh my god no yeah like a, a wild office party no you passed I'm, out in an office chair with like a party hat on and like no i was keeping it i, I was i was keeping it you're good. pretty you're, you're uh pro. I, I was trying not to get drink too much because also still on some antibiotics which i'll talk about in a few here we go and so Can't i wait. had to keep it i had to keep it easy you know just everybody's fast forwarding 30 seconds just to get closer to your <laughs> antibiotic story i know right oh, guys God. get ready we're get getting closer we're inching ready. up there okay so then number three really exciting mike and i we officially have global entry Hey, did you go in and get your thing done? We went in. Did they know me there? No, they did not. No, because I just got a, a message from Shauna Seaver that I went to Bradley with, who's also like a cookbook writer. Yeah, uh, she's like the guy. I'm like, oh, you live in Oak Bar? You're close to Jeff. I don't know. For, I, 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 it's at the place downtown. The, the, oh no, have, I was. At, you didn't go to O'Hare. They have a government building uh, downtown. So now you got your uh, a, a KNT. Yeah. 
Your KNN, I mean? Yeah, no, my... Known my, passenger number? Yeah, my known... And KPN? Wait. KPN. KPN, yeah. Known passenger, passenger number. number. Um, but what, you plug that into all your things, United I, American Delta, and then you get TSA. Oh, no, I have that too. Like, I, I got TSA pre-approved, but then... Yeah, that, 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 that global entry is the, the umbrella of all. You get... You don't have to do TSA now, you know? Oh, I know that. Okay, I know okay. that, because I was due for a new t TSA number. But um, I was telling Mike, as we were getting ready to go he was like should i not bring my knife in i'm like no i'm like don't bring anything you would want to bring i got guns no i was like don't bring don't bring your knife no bowls no yeah. weed no, no hitters nothing none of that clean out you your fanny yourself, pack and michael you know, i know when we go in and we have to Just go leave the fanny pack at home for no the global he loves entry that interview <laughs> he, he loves us Wraps around. He always looks like a tourist because he puts it. He puts it across his chest. Well, he doesn't yes, put it across course. his wa waist. But as we are putting all of our things through the uh, metal detectors, including his fanny pack, God. they had to go back and forth because why don't he left a freaking like a, a hitter in there that he didn't know of? And the guy looks at it and Mike's like, he's like, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't know. He's like, have you ever smoked out of this? And Mike's like, uh, no. And the guy smells it and he's like. You know, it smells like you did, but he's like, you could just take it. I sorry, I forgot, but we he he laughed it out and let us uh, through. But uh, yeah, uh, <sighs> wait, where, where, where is this? Where's downtown? It's on Clinton and Canal. No, it's great. You could you could park on the street. Hey. Easy peasy. Anyway, so nice. That was something I'd been wanting to do in a long t for a long time. We both got our active passports. We got the global entry. We are ready to go. Yes. Just. Have nothing booked yet, but we're hoping for January. You're hoping for Jan. Hoping for January, Good, maybe for February to Mexico. Um, yes. So number two, this is this is the big one, is that I had a very invasive gum surgery. So that's a come on over exclusive right there. <laughs> come on over exclusive. It was my third one I've ever had. It was worse than anything. It was Boy, hell on earth gums. for two and a half hours. Yes, I was on some drugs, meaning some nitrous, a triple dose of Valium, oh, and then I took an edible. You didn't drive home, did you? Oh, no, mom Mom picked me up. Oh, yeah, I remember. Yeah, I yeah. Like, I... And it was, I, it's, I, I recommend this for no one. <laughs> it is so bad. Um, but I healed really nicely, but then they put me on all these antibiotics, and I haven't been right since, Jeff. Well, My I back think, hurts. Yeah, I think you need, um, I don't know what you need, Emily. You got to get those things out of your system. I know. It sucks. It sucks. I, I feel drink bad. Drink a lot of water it. and take a schwitz every day. No, I've I been, don't know. No, and I was really great to, during healing. I wasn't pushing myself. I wasn't going out. But because of that, I was watching so much TV and so many shows, which we will get to later. Oh, so God. Deep, telling me. I've been in a hotel for three I weeks. I know. So that's why me and Jeff <laughs> are just chock full of shit. And then my, my number one thing that happened over these weeks was that I got to see... Two of my favorite bands and one show was Phoenix and Beck at Northerly Island, which is my favorite place to see a show on a beautiful, oh. beautiful late summer evening. Just great crowd because everyone's like 40, 40s and 50s. Like there's no like kids in that crowd. No. Then they're like older bands. Friggin' Phoenix was awesome. He came out, the, the main guy of Phoenix came out into the audience and was like doing this thing where he, he does crazy audience shit. Um, he walked right past us and me and I and Naomi, who all went to it, like all look at each other and like quickly touch him. It was then afterwards we were like, embarrassed. Why did we do that? We were like, I was like, I, 
I, if it was Beck, oh, I probably would have lost my shit, but that was just kind of weird. Wow, you touched him. Oh, Beck, oh. and Beck, man, he still got it. It's probably mm-hmm. my fourth or fifth time seeing him, and he started it off strong, ended it. He, he played, I think, pretty much all of his hits. That's great. Oh, my God. Good for him. Oh, he's just a tiny little man. I would, I would have actually gone to that show. Oh, you would have loved it. It was so good, and it was on a gorgeous, gorgeous night. Oh. Yeah, so... That was my number one. Hey, Emily. Yay. All right. How was my week? Yeah, Jeff. Top five. How was your week? Well, we'll start with number five, which was shooting a television show with uh, some really great people. Um, Artie Sequeira, who's just a joy to work with and just like-minded in many ways. Just wonderful and positive and a great source. And I got to shoot in Park City, Utah, which is the opposite of where I'm usually stuck. At in a hotel for two and a half weeks, which mm. is, you know, Queens or yeah. Jersey, you know, and this was, I was in the mountains at a wonderful hotel that I like used all my might and power to like negotiate and like stayed. There. It was just such a one uh, shout out to the Pendry in Park City. If you need like a cool place, I don't know, during the ski season or off season, off season, I've never stayed in a mountain town without it being winter. And it is, I think, way better than having the pressure to ski all the time. You know, like, yeah, and but you know, which it takes a lot of money and effort. Like, this was just full of of just nice activities on my days off. Um, I I could I couldn't have been any happy. Which brings me to number four, Emily. What? Which was I was staying at the Pendry, and I saw these posters everywhere. I really didn't look at the fine print. I was really like the first week I was working almost every. I was pretty much working every day. It's like fifteen, sixteen hours. You know, you don't see the daylight. You just can't wait for a day off and. Then Sarah and Lorenzo came out for Labor Day. We had a mm-hmm. great time. And I'm still like looking at they leave. And then, then the day they left, they started setting up all these tents and stuff. I'm like, what are you guys doing here? And they're like, oh, this is the Park City Song Summit. I'm like, okay. I'm like, who's playing? Because they recognized me as they were like, you know, they had their whole kind of um uh you know office Proof? set up yeah. in the in, in the organizer were set up in the lobby of the pendry. Like, oh, Bob Weir. I'm like, <gasps> Wait, Bob Weir, like the Wolf Brothers, because I knew he was on tour with them right now. And I just saw Dead and Co. What, you know, not too long ago. And I was like, this guy never stops touring. So, yeah. And they threw me a, a weekend pass. And I <gasps> had a day off. And I got to see Big Steve Parrish, who's like a very famous, uh, uh, one of the original and long, longtime roadies of the dead, who gave a talk for an hour, who was just like, he's got a show on Sirius. And I got to meet him. Like, it was awesome. And then, like, by myself, go see Bob Weir on like a mm. in the middle of the mountains. It was really magical, and it was like one of my days off, so I got to enjoy it. I had to work the next day, uh. so I did kind of sneak out of there a little earlier because yeah. I was by myself, and it's really slow. Yeah, like it's super slow dead <laughs> music, and which is fun when it's energetic and it's like you know. But it was very nice and relaxing. But Utah, you can only get one beer, and it's near beer, so it's like four percent ABV. So and they, that was at the bottom of the hill. And at the top of the hill were the bathrooms. So it was like to get a beer was a tremendous amount of cardio. Oh, my God. Uh, so I was like, you have two beers. And you're like, oh, my God, dude, I'm done. Uh, but that was amazing. Number three, homecoming for Lorenzo's <laughs> first freshman homecoming. Touch and go for a little bit. He, had, he, took, he took the initiative just inflated his balls to giant size and asked a girl, which a lot of people didn't do or a little too tentative to do, even though they kind of all went in groups. Uh, And he went 
And he had a lovely time, and he went to the after party, and I was up all night waiting for him. Where totally. was the after party? It was at a house in River Forest. Oh, okay, here. all right. Um, but they had like a security guard. It was like oh, these people do it. Listen, Ignatius does it right. They call them picture parties. Did you know this? They're called no. Picture, it's called Hoko. Hoko. And it's picture parties now. Copy. So the pic. Did you drink two Zevias? No, this, this is, is my. Lorenzo. I thought you maybe brought me down one. No, I, I didn't know this one is. Oh, great. Yeah. Oh. I think that one's drinking grape. No, it's black cherry. Oh, black cherry. It tastes like shit. Yeah, it does. They're all terrible. Give um, me a Diet Coke. Any day that we Coke Zero, dude. Cherry Coke, Coke Zero. Oh, the best. Um, so as of noon on Saturday, the day of homecoming, nothing worked out for the poor kid. The girl kind of ghosted him a little bit. His other friend group, he wasn't invited to the picture party. Oh, God. And then the picture party of the girl who kind of ghosted him said there was no room on the party bus that they hired to take down from one of the neighboring suburbs, uh, Hinsdale, to the city. Yeah. So as of noon on Saturday, Sarah and I were driving my son down to homecoming by himself, even though he had a day. It was so heartbreaking. Oh. It was a week of, it was torture and I was gone most of it. So Sarah was kind of shouldering this and Lorenzo was taking it like a champ, but you know that nobody's unaffected by something like that. Yeah. You, know, you feel like I did what I was supposed to do. She said, yeah. And now I'm like, you know, but these kids are flighty, do they? They're like, you know, they're developmentally uh, stunted for two years during COVID. And like now they're just playing catch up. Yeah, for sure. So it all ended up work out. We got a last minute invite. The space opened up on the party bus. We met some lovely parents. We did the picture party. Sent Lorenzo on the bus and he was happy. He had a great time. They, you know, like they Thank danced around. Lord. I don't know. But man, oh. oh, it's like, Jesus, man, you feel this stuff. Oh, God. You feel it. You feel every little every little bump in the road at this age. It's like, ugh, oh, man, I was there too. I was there more than I was not there. Yeah, you know? same. All the morals were. Dude. Franken. I got disinvited to prom. No, I did too. And someone was like, oh, I forgot I asked someone else. I'm like, is this straight out of pretty in pink? <laughs> that's a that's a come on over exclusive right there. <laughs> I was like, take ownership. Yeah. Uh, same as Colum Costigan. F him. Ask Colum Costigan. Ugh. Sounds like a. It, yeah, he was a very rumor- Irish name. Oh, yes. Call him Costigan. He was rumored to have one ball. Well, there you go. I'm there you go. I'm telling ball, the world. You're half a man, if you <laughs> ask me. That's not true for <laughs> no, everybody. I know. No, anyone who's, you know, had to have one removed because Never of cancer. Mind. Okay. Listen, scratch let's that. On. Yeah, I asked a girl once, I think it was junior year in high school, and then she said no to me on my, on, on, to my face on her porch in her home. And then, like a week later, she's like, you know what? I thought about it more. I'll, I will go with you. Which is almost like even worse than being dis- I don't because know. Because she didn't get asked by somebody exactly. she wanted to be- and I still didn't get asked. I still didn't have a uh, a date oh a week God. later. You know what, Jeff? I think this is an episode. This is an episode. I'm making oh note of it. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Prompt, prompt failure stories. Oh, God. 100%. High school dances. Dude, there's going to be so John. many. All right. Oh, we'll get some submissions. Keep Hey, if hey. you're out there and you want to- Send be on the in. first, ask Jeff at comeonover.com. We are going to do it. Give us your terrible stories. All right, we got to that in uh, number two. Yeah. Uh, I shaved my head, Emily. I saw that. I got done. We wrapped Heather Nitta, who does the hair and makeup on set uh, in Utah. She's a local. She does hair. I said three weeks, you know, I gave gave us two and a half weeks of research. We found a haircut we liked, and she shaved my head. This was not a feat of insanity. Uh, It wasn't a Britney Spears shoeless in the, you know, gas station moment. This was me taking ownership of my body again after three shows in a row. Yeah, getting poked and prodded. Getting and- poked and prodded and my hair styled and miked and clothes and then changing clothes. You know what I mean? It yeah. does. It, 
And I don't know. I've always wanted to see how I look. And I think I, I like I, I like it, it too. It's growing on me. It's growing it on growing everybody. It's growing on me for sure. Mom didn't like it. She no, was very she vocal did not. About it. Yeah. Wait, like, oh, he just wants more attention. attention. Just the most Pam like, thing. But it was like the opposite of that. You know, I just wanted ease. I wanted something easy in my life. Once people get over the initial shock. Yeah. Shock of it then it'll it's it'll wear it'll lose its luster in terms of shock and i've value. done like four events since then i yeah. mean i've traveled <laughs> to, i went to new york twice i'm going to south carolina tomorrow for a get like i it's not like i've like yes i have a i'm doing a tailgate at the clemson game clemson for a brand yes oh clemson oh yeah fsu game i saw, you saw that the post, yeah, yeah yeah you you double um, posted actually so yeah i'm gonna be very uh i, I mean i've been very in the public uh, in, 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 you know, public facing events and stuff. And it's, it's 50, 50. Oh yeah. WGN midday news. Yeah, I went right, <laughs> rolled right into that the day after <laughs> I have not stopped since, oh, I've stopped. but I will one day, Emily, one and that day. will be when I'm 68. Yes. When I'll get older, the shave in my head, head many years from oh, now. Number one. one. <laughs> How was your week this week? How? Uh, it was hiking, waking up. Going outside, I mean, I worked out. I found a boxing gym. I found the greatest yoga studio uh, called uh, uh, yoga Park in the City Mountains. Yoga Co- Collect. Park City Yoga Collective. But, man, there was a hiking trail right behind, like, our hotel. You walk, like, two minutes there, and you go uphill for, like, two hours. Like, it is glorious, and you're in nature, and it's just such a good way to start the day or even, like, on my days off hiking. And that's one thing we really don't get is, like, mountain hiking no, here in do. the flatlands. You nope. can go hiking in the... Thatcher Woods or the Forest Preserve, but you're like, <laughs> you yeah. literally go like, you know, three uh, nautical blocks one way. You're going to be in the street somewhere with That's traffic true. and so potentially riffraff. So it's like, it was just, it, you know, connected me. It, it, it got me through, you know, my last long shoot, you know, staying in a hotel, sleeping in a hotel, missing home, all that crap, being out there and performing. And it was like, ah, oh, I loved it. I put him, I put in my audio book. Ooh. Uh, which I finally finished yesterday, Hyperion. Oh. It's a classic from 1989. Very hard sci-fi, Emily. You oh, could not even, I probably you can't even not. speak the language. I doubt I could. Um, you know, Firecasters. No, that's you know. why I have a hard time reading sci-fi because, or that or fantasy because mm-hmm. of like, especially in fantasy, mm-hmm. like the names are out of control. Yeah, They're well, like, this one is pretty easy, but okay. now I'm reading one by a famous uh, Lu Chi. I believe he's, it's a collection of, Hard sci-fi stories. Um, that's the audio book, and that's going to pr- be challenging because even though they're short stories, mm-hmm. the names are yeah. extremely Chinese. So I'm going to have to, uh, you know, get into that mode, Emily. Yes. So when I had to get up, I love burgers and well done fries. I've no eyes. Come on over, having burgers tonight. Eat it well on a buttered First, all right. What was the top five best things I ate on my long journey through yes. to, to, to here and hither? Uh, number five, Emily, 
Hotel Pizza. Watch the Bears game as the Bears opener. It happened to be on Fox, so I can watch it in my hotel room. I didn't want to talk to anybody. So I didn't go like down the way to the bar, which I knew would be probably playing the Bears game. Mm. It's Bears Packers. But I wanted pizza. The pizza selection in Park City, not good. I can imagine. Not good. Did all the research possible. I'm like, nothing is going to scratch the itch. So I've been going, I was going to Whole Foods. I got some dough from them, had some pepperonis, got some good mozzarella, got some fresh tomatoes, got a little pizza sauce. I made it in the pan because I had a full kitchen. It was delicious pizza. Oh, wow. Some little olive oil. Or no, I had some butter. So I did like a butter crust. It was so good. I almost ate the whole thing in one sitting, but I did not because I stopped myself. Uh, So this proves my number five pick, Emily, Hotel Pizza proves anything's possible. Hey, dreams do come true. Number four, a little sushi Ooh. in the mountains. Oh, Delicious hamachi uh, that I had uh, from uh, Kita, which is in the pantry. It was just a wonderful sushi experience. Mm. Can't can't recommend it anymore, Emily. Oh, yeah. Delicious. Don't Color me surprised mountain sushi. Number three, Italian beef short rib style. Ooh. What is that, Emily? What I made it that? for a... I just got back like a day or two, I don't know, yesterday from a, I did a dinner at Food Network at their new headquarters on Park Avenue, uh, where in their show kitchen, which is right on Park Avenue, looking out on the street. And I did a dinner for, you know, some VIP clients and stuff. Uh, and they flew me in and we did a short rib, like my Italian beef recipe, but with a short rib with our jardinera oh. on top, put on a, uh, you know, a hoagie crostini. And then Aww. a tableside gravy pour. It was no. so oh. delicious. Mind me to make Sounds it again. Like it. Yeah. Uh, number two. 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 I had some bread we got from the publican at the Marche. Oh, Le Marche. Le Marche in Oak Park, run by the girls at Broken Tart uh, in Oak Park, that we had a, a a stand at. Yeah, we had a booth. We had a booth, and we uh, sold a lot of jardinera and whatnot, and we Slangin', connected with a lot jarred. of people. Yes. But uh, I brought home that seeded loaf, man, semolina bread with a bunch of little seeds in it, and I we, we had it for dinner on our anniversary on Saturday. I made a couple fillets and some softened room-temperature butter, and my uh, I had a tin of anchovies I got at the Marche, oh. which I love anchovies. So I had the Gus. steak, the Caesar salad with the anchovies. Oh, yeah. The fresh hot bread, the schmearable room temperature butter. And my at when I did that segment on WGN, I was with Chef Gi- Giuseppe Tintori from uh, GT uh, uh, Prime and all the, the Boca group. Mm-hmm. And he gifted me three black truffles. Wow. Fresh black truffles. So I shaved that truffle right on top of the butter and I went to town. With Damn that it, bread and Jeffrey, butter, that's steak. so naughty, dude. Naughty, but it was my anniversary. We're like oh. at home. Oh, we'll do it. We didn't want to be. And the number one thing I ate during this time was my Pat Tomasulo and Jeff Marl pizza tour uh, that we did for charity that we donated, and we got to go to. We went to Vito and Nick's. We went to Pistores. We went to um, Paisanos. We went to uh, uh, Professor Pizza, and we, I, I can't tell you, Damn, I mean, Jeff. probably my favorite was the Detroit pepperoni from Pistores, which is in River North, it was so good, and the white pizza from Professor Pizza. I mean, we ate everything. I mean, just the Vito Nicks alone you can eat. That's where we started. It's like oxygen. It's so, oh, I see that. I know, Jeff. I, right, I was I'm trying gonna, not I'll to. I'll go to yours. <laughs> Damn okay. it. Hey, it's all right. Um, so um, my number five. 
Um, Mike and I went to a Portuguese wine dinner at uh, Ella Ellie, which is the high-end restaurant in his restaurant group. It was five courses, all paired with lovely wines. And then plus, like, they threw in an extra cocktail and then a digestif. Mm. Um, Just some lovely dishes, mostly seafood, stuff that I probably wouldn't have ordered normally. There was, like, this... This toast with sardines and tapenade, two things which I, because I don't like olives, and neither does Mike, but like for some reason this toast was delicious. Look at you liking olives now when it's- I know, I still don't like olives. It it was all the flavors together. I'm trying to, this was a while ago, so I'm trying to remember some of the other uh, dishes, but like there was a calamari um, that was stuffed with chorizo. Oh, I love that. There was this gorgeous soup. The soup that they had with like- Kale and I don't, it was just, everything was great. The dessert was great. I can't remember everything. And you liked the wine? The wines were awesome. Okay. They were perfect. Nothing. Portuguese to, wine. Huh? It was, and because it was inspired by uh, the chef recently took a trip to Portuguese, it was, or Portuguese, took oh, a trip to Portugal and was just so inspired. And like, she mm-hmm. came to every, we've, and we know her obviously. So she came to us a bunch and was very excited to explain each dish. It was just a really well done, well-priced little event. And I, I think they'll be doing more of them in the oh, future. So check them out. I yeah, I will. That. It was really I good. A good. pairing. I love a journey with pairings. It was really nice and well-paced too. Um, my number four is I went to, I've been there before, but we went there a few nights ago. We went to Le Chet's Inn, which is a German joint <laughs> that is just like an old school. 100%. I've always wanted to go there. It's, That's on Irving Park. Yeah. Yeah. And we like, the their servings are, even if you get the smaller, they have two versions of like oh, each God. entree and there's the servings are huge. So we had, we ate it two nights in a row. Mike got this freaking pork Chop loin, I don't know. That was deep Sour fried. Oh, no, no, it was like a, it was huge. He and he still hasn't finished. Oh, it. like a oh, when was this? Is this still a loin. A, no, what? I know. Wait, was it was it uh, a shank? Like a yeah, pork it was shank? a pork shank. It was so big. It was like braised and then crisped up. Yes. right? yeah, yeah. I He's still this, eating it. Yeah, he had because we had leftovers last night, and he still he couldn't get through all the pork. Jeepers creeper! He'll How probably, many days? You want six days on this food? No, he's. I'm done because I just got the schnitzel. Because you know me, I yeah, love a good love schnitz. schnitz. You get spatzel. No, it comes <sighs> with potatoes and the uh, red cabbage. It was really, really I, good. I crave very few items more than that. It was very good. It's all I don't good. Eat in, it enough. I know. I gotta go there once but... in a while. Once it, let me. It's close to our house, so let me know next time you want to go. Um, Number three, Vito and Nick's. Me and Mike have been wanting to go for a really long time. What'd you think? I loved it. This is one of the oldest pizzerias in Chicago. It's on the south side. Uh, What is it? Uh, Pulaski. Pulaski in 80-something. No good way to get there for me. No good way to get there, but But, it's a joint. The owner, Rose. No, Rose is the best. Did you meet? Did you tell her? Oh, yeah, yeah. I came Oh, you know her from- Yeah, because we met at the restaurant show. She she will not leave you alone. Oh, my God. We talked a lot. She will tell you stories until you die. We got the stories because I told- I asked the server, I was like, hey, I was like, um, is Rosen back? You know, we'd like to say hi. She came out. I wasn't 100% sure she remembered. I was like, oh, I'm Jeff Morrow's sister. But what was kind of sad is that, like, I talked to her at the restaurant show about you because she wanted to talk to you about something. 
But Mike and her talked for so long oh at the God. restaurant show because he's got a real soft spot for like old ladies. Yeah. He's got like, I, I call it the Adam Sandler complex. Okay. Like he just loves him an old lady. Like he just, he just, you know, well, just. Grab it. That's his demographic. It's his demographic. Old lady. And she, I don't think she remembered him. And so uh, I felt well, so know, bad. She's a busy, she's a busy bro. But you, busy, like, you like the pizza. Dude, I cannot say enough about this pizza. Did it's, Mike like it? Oh, yeah. We. It goes away it. so quickly. It's so easy to eat. It's just Slow. cracker thin. The right amount of toppings, the right amount of sauce, right amount of oh, like crispy, without caramely. Like, it's not like cheap. It's just so addictive. It's so much fun to eat. It really is with good like old style cold beer and oh. that. You don't need anything else. Want to know what phenomenal. I had mine with? A diet RC. Oh, a yeah. diet, diet RC. Right. No di diet RC because I asked for a diet coke. And she gave. She only has RC there. She has diet RC, and I was like, Wait "Wow, Jeff, I am not kidding." I asked for a diet coke. No, they make diet RC. Well, well, they do, and they serve it up at Vito's and Nick's, and it was perfect with that pizza. It's Vito and Nick's, not Vito's and. Oh, Nick's. Vito! Oh, yeah. Well, Vito S and Nick's. Anyway, stupid slut. Shut up. Okay, can I continue? Please, why stop now? I mean, you're. Only I know. Well, here. well, Jeff, we're doing top fives. Stop no, it. that's not. No, it's a piggy noise, not a snore. Oh, stop! <laughs> Leave me alone. Um, so number two, and these last two were so wonderful because of the time at which I ate them. Because you know, like I had mentioned, I had a terrible gum surgery. Big procedure, Emily. Which first year? Could they put you out for that? I, you, you gotta pay up. How much to put you? I out? don't know, but I need to be put out next time. I cannot put myself through that. That's my goal in life: is to make enough money where I can put myself out for my next gum surgery. Because that was that promise. was hell get you there. on earth. Anyway, so my mouth is all sore. You can't eat hard foods, and also I you can't make out with mine. No, no. Um, it was like I also lost my appetite. I still, it still hasn't come back. And trust me, I'm not complaining. I'm like anything that keeps the calories Work down, and yeah. I don't have to try. Milk awesome. Uh, so I'm definitely milking it. But like I was having like a smoothie. I would have just something that was completely unsatisfying, but I needed to eat because I was on so many drugs. So I think it was night three or four since my surgery. And I was like, hey, Mike, for dinner, can we get ramen? Mm. No, no, not ramen. Can we get pho? There's a pho place across the street okay. from his restaurant. I'm like, can you pick some up and bring it home? And can I tell you, they had like, you know, the the eye of the, the ribeye. The, okay. you, get, you get the, yeah, the, the, sliced, the raw yeah. ribeye that you just put in the uh -huh. hot broth. That shit gave me life. I Every, every. Soups. Every bite, every every spoonful just gave me energy, and it was so satisfying in every way, and it just, it, it was the best. And my number one, also in the same vein, haven't been eating a lot. Mike made these, I didn't eat, I think I had a smoothie that day. Mike made these fillets <gasps> with these potatoes, Jeez. potatoes and onions, which he, he did the reverse sear of the fillets. And then put it in the oven. Got and it. then took the pan that he uh, seared the fillets and put the potatoes and the onions so it was in that font. Yeah, And it was freaking next level awesome. Oh, and yeah. then made it with these delicious green beans. And that like, I don't know. That was the first, like the like second the first... thing I really enjoyed in the first like solid meal I ate. Yeah, you where weren't I... chewing up to that point. Oh no, I was still chewing. It's just like you're, you Flapping don't. those gums though, I bet. 
after gum surgery, it's not, it's more like you get shit stuck everywhere and you're oh. trying to heal and you just want to leave it alone so you heal quicker. So, oh, you poor thing. Oh, I know. It's freaking, I'm a, I got a trash mouth. It sucks. It's genetics. Anyway, thanks, mom and dad. Thanks, mom and dad. But that, have they ever had gum problems? Yeah. Well, actually, Aunt Fran told me that it was Grandma Angie. She's uh, the source. She got the bad gums. Yeah, she got oh. the bad gums. She gave us a lot more great qualities, I'm oh, sure, 100%. than just bad gums. God bless her. Thank God. All right, on to the next one. All right. Hey, world, <laughs> guess what? I just found something I haven't listened to one in so long. Hey, look at me. <laughs> oh, God, can we record I'm a video to this? Yes. Because I've got something to stream. Stream dreams, I'm streaming Oh, thank you oh, for that, Oh, that is Jeff. so good. Thank you, Trent Reznor, I, I know, say. that was 100%. And that inspiration behind it. Yeah, we haven't, pu- we haven't pulled that one up in a while. Oh, it's so I good. just had a thought. I think for the live performance, I'll bring my acoustic guitar, and we'll do live acoustic versions of the songs in before the yes, segments. I, but yeah, we'll, we'll get down to all the, the breast. That's tricks. funny. All right. Okay. I'll go first here, Emily. Yeah, you do it. I just uh, We're going to do our top five. What are you watching this week? All right, Emily, you go first because you were recovering from gum surgery. I know. So I got to watch a lot of things because I was recovering. And that, that included a whole weekend of me by myself, like during the day while Mike was working. So mm-hmm. I just I just poured on the trash. Ugh. Okay. So number five, which we just finished up, um, called Wilderness. It's a new show on Amazon Prime. And it's about this couple who are going through some marital problems and then they go out into the wilderness and then there's there's some infidelity inside there's a there's a uh situation of a mistress uh stalking joining them on vacation um there might be a murder oh, um no. it is okay it's like it, it, you kind of want to see cuz you like you know there's going to be some twist at the yeah. end it's dark I don't know. Like, I, I can't believe that Mike stayed with me through all six episodes to watch it with me. So That's felt usually your gums. No, no. But I was, I asked him, I was like, anytime you want out of this, I'm like, I'm going to just stick through to the end. But I personally, because I just want to see how it ends, but I don't, you don't need to join me on that journey. Well, but it's, it's, it had a. Uh, Somebody, she, she was uh, Queen Victoria in the uh, PBS show Victoria. Gina Louise Dreyfus. Which is Gina actually very good. No, Marie Dreyfus. Her name is Jenna Coleman. Jenna Coleman. Oh. She's an yes, adorable little she Welsh thing. Yeah, she got the mouth. She's got a little, she's got oh, this dude, little yeah. pointy nose. Yeah, she's pointy adorable. Nose. She's so, so cute. <laughs> Do I recommend it? Not really. But, um, you know, is it something to watch? Sure. Mm. Um, number four. Um, it's Scout's Honor. Oh, I don't even know what you're talking oh, about. Oh, jeez, Louise. Scout's Honor is um, on Netflix, and it's a docu-series about... Um, Hot garbage? No, it's about the Boy Scouts and all of the... Oh, no. Um, All the cover-ups and the, uh, the straight-up rape and molestations and... Uh, Taking advantage, like it's a doc. It's a docu series, and you know everyone's always heard of that stigma of 
you know, the Boy Scouts and, you know, kind of like akin to the yeah. Catholic priesthood, you know? Yep. It's, it's, it's the Boy Scouts' turns. It's, it's the, the Boy Scout Scouts' leaders and turn. It's, I don't know if it's worse than the issues with the church, but man, it, it was a lot more. And it's been going on for a very long time, and they've been like actively covering shit up. And they, <sighs> they had. The Why can't just people leave the children alone? It's, it's, and like the people, they, they don't even like do appropriate background checks. They were saying that they don't even check people's IDs. Who work with kids. And all these guys were like, they weren't dads. They were like, sing- yeah. like single guys in their 50s being like, I want to show kids how to tie knots. I don't know. Really disturbing. And balloon knots. I know. Still, I don't know what, that, what you inferred from that. But yeah, yeah, n- not really a warm and fuzzy show, but you know, interesting. Um, uh, number three, uh, The Morning Show. I. During no. my my recovery time, I rewatched all of season two to get ready for season three, which I did, and it's really good. It's second time around, you forget about all the stuff that goes down. Um, and season three, I'm enjoying it. Um, we'll see if it still holds the entire season. I love it, Emily. A lot I, of I, I wanted to put it on my list, uh, but I did not because you. I just took it off my list and put something else on there because you just said that. I know. I want to keep the content fresh here. Of course. But yeah, I I uh I love it. I love anything about TV. I like TV about TV. There's not enough of it. Yes. And uh I just I love the characters and I like uh, where this whole kind of leak huh. is going. I know. Yeah, they had a big hack in the first episode and all these emails are leaked and it's just, you know, yeah, so much scandal and I love a good scandal. Very entertaining. Um, and then number two. Number two. I am almost done with all five seasons of Yellowstone. Thanks oh, for wow. an episode and a half. You are going to melt. I, well, now there's new ones out, are there? No, not yeah, yet. It just can't. It's so weird. I. It's like, I, I don't understand. Right? What, it's that Taylor that, Sheridan, that, he just owns, he like, I don't know. He's like, I'll do it on my own schedule. I'm a cowboy, damn it. Yeah, but I thought season five is the end of it, but I think they're doing a part two of season That's five. That's what they do. They do the two parters, Emily. And, you know, you don't get when you when you when you binge it. He like you know, there's usually two parts to a season. Yeah, and sometimes they're like three weeks in between episodes. I swear. Really? See, I like this is my first time watching it, and yeah. I've just been watching one after another. And what's funny is because you know I had watched the mini series first, which I loved. I loved the mini series more than the show. Um, but I realized that a lot of the issues that they dealt with uh, on the Oregon Trail and in the 1920s for like, you know, cowboys and uh, on the Great Plains or whatever, um, that they're experiencing in modern day. Um, oh, there's parallels between uh, well, current modern got, issues and Oregon Trail issues. Exactly. We still have, you know, there's still, it's still calamity after Wait, calamity. Wait, what was the miniseries first? The miniseries, I, wa- I just watched it out of order. What what Yellowstone was a miniseries? No, first? I watched the. I talked about this the 1923 and then the 1883. No, I know, but what's a miniseries? Those are independently miniseries. Aren't they series? Aren't they going to do more seasons of those? But they're going to call them all something else. Each one is going to be like a di- focusing on a different year. So 1923 is over. I think so. And I think they're going to... Ki- you're, ta- you're talking like a salami. I'm not. That's what mom would say. Yeah, no. we're making shit up now. No, I'm not. No, I've read it because, of course, I started researching. And no, stuff. the guy has to get home to to Helen Mirren. It's, oh, He's got to get Spencer? 
Spencer has got to get home. But I think kick some ass. I hope so. I don't know. It seemed like it was ended. And then they're like, oh, we're going to pick this up in 1944 or something like that. I don't know. I'm not Taylor Sheridan. I got to look this up. However, you know, I do have somebody. I have one of the producers of the earlier seasons in my phone. So I can can ask him what's up. I'll ask Barry Berg. Yes. 1923 will have a second chapter. Renewed for a second chapter. Oh. So take everything you said back. Okay. And apologize I take to back. the audience for wasting their time throwing around terms like miniseries. I thought it's it called was called limited series right now. Nobody says miniseries anymore. But... You hill rod. You're a hill rod. Shut your mouth when you're talking to me. <laughs> you hillbilly. Oh, that was stop. from I watched that one too. What was that? <laughs> Wedding Crashers. Oh yeah. In the beginning when they were having like the uh, you know uh, uh moderation. What do you call it? You know, when it's two divorced people. Oh, me- a mediation. mediation. Yeah, yeah. That's so funny. Rebecca De Mornay and the country guy. Dwight Yoakam. It's like a great scene. Oh. Anyway, keep going, dum-dum. Okay, thanks. Um, But I was just going to say. should I call you gum-gum? Oh, gum-gum. my God. You love your gums. So Bleeding. I hate my gums. Mike. Massage my gums with ramen. Doesn't work that way. But what I but my point I wanted to make from this is that they're exposed to the same dangers as in 1883 as they are in 2023 what we a have, profound statement let's we, just give her a shout out to emily here for just fucking, <laughs> she should write novels but people are dying on the trail kids get almost drowned in a river um people are talking to wolves and understanding them so okay how does that correlate well how's that how's that a, a parallel to modern times talking to wolves that was happening in modern times are you talk- okay. That's what I'm saying. They were doing it recently. One of the sons talks to wolves. In 1923. Casey. No, in, in like 2020. Oh, you're talking about how they... Casey, yeah. How- <laughs> oh my God. I gotcha. I oh, thought right. you meant with modern times in general, not the Yellowstone. Yeah. As it, uh, the, the parallels between 23, 1893 and Yellowstone. Yeah, that's, that's what, what I was talking saying. about. I thought you meant in our modern no. lives is non... Uh, as re- reality, as you know. No, right now I'm only living in the Yellowstone universe. Well, I understand. I am that. there. I want to go to the mountains. Words like miniseries. But things like uh, some other takeaways I have. Not good is periodontist that, back in 1893. No, there wasn't. You, I would have. They would have all been gone. You would have been just like a yeah. you know, toothless gum whore. Oh, turning with like, tricks at the saloon with the with the dress like in the, the garter, the second floor I know. over the piano. <laughs> when they were that big dress, be like, all right, who's next? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I I always stand by. I would make a terrible sex worker. <laughs> would be the worst. You're gonna have to isolate that. Um, uh, <laughs> all right, are you still talking? Yes, I am right, still talking. Else? No, but uh, just a couple other takeaways about Stop Yellowstone. It. Wait, God. is that they paint women like they? Even have... Beth Burke just shut up. Just fast forward. Oh, no, no, no. Don't 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 fast forward, Beth Burke. Um, but like all the women are like these like like sex hungry angry vixens that are always like yeah. so dramatic and ready to like destroy your life after they rip your clothes off and like those taylor sheridan's issues maybe yeah maybe they're all very strong women who um which i'm nothing hey i'm a strong woman yeah Get i know it. but they're yeah they're you know they're ready to roll yeah and <clears> then <throat> there are things that i didn't know were that what i thought were nouns that are can actually be verbs such as rodeo like hey do you do you rodeo okay yeah and same with cowboy cowboy like like yeah he's been cowboying since yeah 20 
1893. I don't know. I always found that interesting. Okay, number one. Yes. Drops of God. Oh, yes. you finish it? I still haven't oh, finished it yet. I can't believe did it. I was- love it. I loved every moment of it. I loved just jet setting around from Tokyo to France and then just like the wine and the drama and the secrets and the the wine. Oh, I love them talking about wine. It makes me want to, I feel like it expanded my food, like descriptive food vocabulary just from watching that. It's so cool. Oh, I just loved it. I, I think more people need to watch it. It's so good. Drops you'll of God. You'll smell differently. Oh, I felt different. I was like, <laughs> Not Ooh. that you'll smell differently. You will detect aroma differently. You know, yes. You'll sniff differently. Smells of old wood in a oh, basement. Oh, yes. My grandmother's Parchment. addict. Yeah. <laughs> like a... The guitar strings on a summer's day. It's, it's insane. You just, everyone needs to watch it. All right, Jeff, All right, your turn. All right, my turn. This was due to your recommendation, <gasps> Emily. Number five, The Northman. Oh my God, that was from so long ago. Oh God. What did you think? Dude, when you're on, in a hotel and it was like, you know, you just got to take what you can get sometimes. Uh, I didn't like it that much. <laughs> I mean, it's super fan. It was just out of control. I, know, right? I was confused. I mean, it was good though. I like him. Uh, it, I mean, they're brutal people. And hey. I, then I read up on this, and this was like, I guess, a fairly accurate depiction of some of the culture yeah, of that era, the Vikings. So whatever, like what they believed in, how they dealt with stuff, how they just killed willy-nilly. Uh, I, I, you know, watch it. Number four, we're in the middle of it right now with my man, Lakeith Stanfield, uh, The Changeling on Apple how Plus TV. How is that? Um, it started out really good and now I am kind of getting mad at where it's going Oh, after about four episodes. It can save itself this next episode. We'll mm. see how, but I'd watch it if you want something a little horror-ish. Okay. Uh, which is also, uh, an homage to libraries and books and booksellers too. If these two things can, witches and that can come together. Oh yeah. That's uh, totally witchy. Thing. And he's really likable to Keith. Um, and I don't know. It's it's. I think it's. There's too much going on, but it is based on a book, so that can't happen with a series and a novel mm. when they converge like that. It's um never as good as the book, obviously. Yeah. Is what they always say, but series based off books are trickier sometimes because now there's like too. You know, usually have you know you don't have a you have too much source material for for a feature film, but now you got to make it even. You know, we got to serial it out for 13 episodes. Yeah. Uh, we're moving on to number three here, Emily. Yeah. Wolf Like Me. Oh, yeah. I've seen It's that. like older. No, I, we watched it when it came out like yeah. one or two years ago. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. Sarah's like, you got to watch it. It's new. And somehow they, the algorithm tricked me into thinking it was new. But oh. I like it. I like her. He's kind of annoying because he's. Well, what's, just, a, what's it about? Uh, it is about, uh, again, like there's a chance meeting via a car crash. This single father, Josh Gad, has a daughter who's suffering from anxiety, who they lost the mother, and the girl is the girl from Wedding Isla Crashers. Isla Fisher. Isla Bonita, I believe is her name. Yes, La Isla and La Bonita. Isla Bonita. And um, Isla Bonita, send the world the wild and free, whole nature wild and free, this is what I used to be, La Isla Bonita. So she's in it, and she may or may not be a werewolf. We'll end it at that. I don't know. Maybe I'll keep watching it's it. A, you know what? It's it's a quick. There are thirty minute bangers. Thirty minute bangers. Hey, Sarah it's, it's, said it's quick. Just watch it. It's You're pretty on a entertaining. Plane. It's good. It's a good laptopper when, especially when I have my tray out and I got my laptop on. Oh yeah. And I'm doing emails or whatever, and I can watch it. 
I'm trying to trying to pray to the Lord Jesus Christ that nobody talks to me next to me. Yeah. People have been really trying to trap me up next to me, and I am not in the mood, Emily. You got to get them big hands, yo. Dude, I know, but you think two screens and earbuds would do it. Uh, number two, winning time uh, about the uh, L.A. Lakers and the Boston Celtics and Magic Johnson and Larry Bird. It's good, but they just canceled it after I this know. last episode, and they cut the season short. So it's like, they did? I don't even know. Yep, it's done. And they went to like seven episodes or six episodes. There's so much potential that Larry Bird... Uh, Magic Johnson saga is so awesome, which led me to watch some. Just everybody do this, even if you're not a baseball, uh, even if you're not into basketball, basketball, basketball. No, go watch. Just type in in YouTube Larry Bird highlights because you think Larry Bird, right? Whatever. Yeah. Who remember? You know, people remember him. They do say he's the greatest, but watch it. He was a scrap. He was awesome. So this is what kind of like gave me a newfound respect for the man. Oh, nice. Number one, Emily. Oh, I just want to say that I, Mike and I started watching season one of it. Of Winning Time. Of Winning oh, Time. Really so enjoying good. it. I love so the way good. they shoot it and make it look yep. all like fuzzy and they 70s. Have like dual, yeah, they have different, uh, you know, they have different, uh, yeah, you have the kind the of cinematic, retro yeah, cinematic things and then the regular stuff. I love it's it. Really Grainy. Uh, it's good. You know, my guy's in there. You know his name. John C. Riley. John C. Riley, so of good. course. He's great. Uh, number one, I'm back on the train. Big Brother, oh, loving it. I love it. Finally, Great. finally, Jeff. It's they're so good on there. Um, <sighs> I don't yeah. like anyone that much this season. I don't like anybody anyone. that much, but I hate. I don't. I, I dislike enough people that make me want to like root for their demise. Who, you know if that makes sense. Who are you? Who are you rooting for? I like Corey right now, just because he was. You know, if you're put on the block for a couple weeks, you got to kind of. Fight for your life, and then you become head of household, and then you're on the. Like, I don't know. I like. I like when it, it, there's a just a quick turn of fortune for those in control. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah. I want Sari to go, but you know, I think it's just unfair how they set these shows up with a built-in relationship, like a, between a mother and son. That if you guys don't watch it, one guy that nobody knows in the house that they're mother and son. And so you have this built-in alliance. And she's like, unfair. she used to, this is Sari uh, from Survivor. And she was also on the show, The Traitors and stuff like that. She's, she's, she's been pro. in Sur- Survivor three times. She knows how to game play and she's very, very good at it. I don't know. Her son's, a, he's great at winning comps, but yeah, he's, he's a damn fool. He's a damn fool. He's, he's, he got it. He's got to stop flapping his gums. He's slapping his gums to everybody. He's getting him in trouble. Plus he's oh. got a showmance and that girl's kind of Oh, uh, she's frustrating. the worst. Oh God. Oh, there's a lot of frustrating people. In but this. hey, if you know, you know. If you know, you know, you'll watch. That's what I'm watching. Now brings us to our newest segment, which I think is ongoing and it's quite popular. Yes. People... Uh, we have a Hollywood Joe uh, uh, top three too. Oh, well, yeah. it's things we forgot we loved edition from Hollywood Joe. Oh, okay, Hollywood I Joe didn't listen minute. to that. Okay, fast. We'll get to him after we do ours. All right, real quick, Emily, I'm gonna blast through this. Okay, because first of all, to find movies you forgot you loved, there is a number one tactic, especially what? if you travel. You go to hotel room and you put on HBO. Yeah, yeah. You see, <laughs> no, totally. You put on HBO and you ride it in. You ride it into oh, the yeah. sunset, you <laughs> like, fall dead asleep, Emily. And usually there's like three HBOs. So now we have like, you go to the guide and mm-hmm. you're like, oh my God, I haven't. And, and, and the product of that was, I'm going to say it kind of holds up, doesn't really hold up all that well. It has a great cast. It's an unbelievable cast. It's got great music. Um, it's preposterous in every way. And it's got Clooney. What? 
uh, from Dust Till Dawn, the Robert Rodriguez. Oh film. my god, I haven't watched that since I like rented it of in the nineties. You, you totally forgot you loved <laughs> I know. it, and now after you watch, it, you're like, did I really love that movie? But it was like during that, you know, um, you know, Reservoir Dogs, Dogs. Oh, yeah. Pulp Fiction, like when everybody was like Tarantino, Robert Rodriguez, Robert, yeah. El Mariachi, like all these kind of cultish movies uh, that launched this whole kind of, you know, style. Uh, really great. I mean, it's just it's preposterous, but it's great. Clooney's just the best. I love Clooney. Hey, he's good. Love him. Good peeps. Number four, starring the newly uh, filed for divorce, what? Hugh Jackman. <gasps> and I did see this in the theater. Real Steel. Oh, my God. The robot fighting movie. <sighs> it's pretty much... Um, the it's it's pretty much over the top, but with robots. Oh God! And no Stallone, uh, or truck driving. Oh, there's plenty of truck driving in it. Uh, real steel. Check it out. Oh. It's about robot fighting. Watch it with your kids. It's just a fun watch. I don't know. Really, just baseline, but good CGI with the robots and yeah. makes you hope for a better future where humans don't have to hurt each other. Let's hope and not. They let the robots do it. <sighs> Number three, not that old. Totally forgot about this movie. Don't look up with Leo oh, DiCaprio. Okay, How was I call him Leo. Have Leo. you seen it? Yeah, I saw. It when I rewatched it, came out. it and I was enthralled the whole time. Okay, so it made right. it on the list. I was okay. like, Oh my god, I totally forgot about this. Because huh. we're all running out of shit to watch. Yeah, we strike, certainly so are. Give that a watch. It's got, um, you know, everybody Rose from Titanic in it. Kate Winslet. Kate Winslet. It's got a lot of people. It gets crazy, and it's it got a great message. And he's so good at it. Yeah, and it's good stories. And it's a little bit of sci-fi in there, which I totally did. Yeah. Number two completely enthralled with this one. This one I was watching in my green room in between uh, acts, which can be like two hours in between sometimes um, in my closet slash green room with cold and a blanket on me. Oh. Big short. It's on Netflix. Yeah. It's about the financial uh, big, you know, the, the great Fresh. depression of 2008. Amazing. Sh- and, and we have to educate ourselves on why this happened. And this movie really does a good job of explaining to you. Uh, I mean, what a killer cast. You got Gosling. Oh, yeah. Uh, you got the guy from the Batman. Uh, Christian Bale. Bale. You got uh, uh, some... Who's the other guy? Hold on. Now I got to look this up. Don't say anything, Emily. Don't tell anybody. You got Gosling. You got Brad Pitt in it. Oh, yeah. Steve Carell. M. Oh, yeah. You got Marissa Tomei. How you doing? Jeremy Strong from Succession is oh, in it. Oh, damn. Um, Margot Robbie is in it very... Uh, and like, kind of like the the big characters are really uh, relate, you know, good. Mm-hmm. It's just such a great film. I highly recommend it. All right, uh, uh, maybe we'll give that watch. a whirl. Uh, number one, it's a tie, Emily. Ooh, it's a tie. What? I could not have been more delighted by this first one. More delighted, so delightful. What? Rewatched it. Haven't seen it probably since it came out. Maybe even in the theater with my lady friend Sarah Morrow. I <laughs> have. <laughs> The Intern, starring oh, Anne Hathaway. I love The Intern. And Bobby D. Oh, I love Bobby that. Bobby De Niro. What a movie. What a fun partnership that oh, is between. She is delightful. Anne Hathaway. She does great in everything she does, except like real life stuff. Like, I know, she's, she's totally the worst. <laughs> but Robert De Niro is just like, oh my God, can you be everything to me? A father, a grandfather, and a great uncle. Yeah, and an and, assistant. And, and an, an assistant, intern, yeah. all at the same time. Uh, just, you know, uh, the pridefulness he teaches the young interns and the young employees about dressing nice and treating ladies. But it's just so great. Oh. And I tied it, number one, with I haven't seen this movie in probably 10 years. Analyze this. Oh, my God. 
with Billy Crystal and, of course, Bobby D. Oh, my God. So, so much Bobby good. D. So many great lines in that that I was like, oh, my God, that's where that line came from. You yeah. know, mm -hmm. I, you know, sometimes somebody calls me uh, Mikey Gagad, <laughs> yeah. Jamie the Schnoz. And once is Miss Phyllis Levine. I was uh, smoking at the bit and they taking the bacaloods. It's so good. Like, these lines are so great. So that's going to give you plenty to chew on. All that information. Indeed. Of things you love that currently exist that are free on the streaming services if you pay for them. For the most part. And all part. the newer stuff. That's what we do here. And now you're about to get walloped over the head with some other classics, courtesy of Emily Barrow. Oh, okay. So we're, we're starting it hot from number five. Pride and Prejudice. We're talking Ooh. about the version with Kira Knightley. It has Rosamund Pike. It has uh, uh, Tom Wamsgams. Playing, oh, Wamsgams uh, is in it? Yeah, he plays Darcy. Mr. Darcy. Oh, my God. This version, I just can't get enough of. I'll watch it probably like three times a year. It's just. Well, so it's, you technically didn't forget you loved it. But maybe the audience forgot they I loved know, it. I know. I'm sorry. You stick to the criteria. I know. Jesus, I, yeah, I didn't realize it. I know. Sorry. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> anyway. It's just a beautiful love story, and it's just like drinking warm milk on a winter evening <laughs> right before bed. Ah, uh, pride and prejudice. Perfect to fall asleep to. Number four, uh, Mike and I watched this Drive Me Crazy with Melissa Joan Hart. Ooh. And, um, oh Is my a God. Teen the movie? Yes, a teen movie from the 90s. It is, it is so 90s, it hurts. It has um, Adrian Grenier. Oh, yeah. Was, and it's it's like one of those like oh you're gonna hang out with him and he's like a great looking guy you know it's like that whole <laughs> trope fair i hate that i know we're like oh she has uh paint on her jeans and wears you know glasses for like the whole like let's remake you into like a hot teen anyway drive me crazy it was, right. it was it, you know what it made me laugh it, now streaming on max with the subscription yeah exactly we we're like go. hey let's watch this um <laughs> number three Babe. The pig movie. The pig movie. That'll do, pig. That'll do. It is just. Oh, that is a great movie. It is so sweet. It is just that I can't get enough of talking animals. That's, you know. And that's probably the best version of a talking animal movie. Oh, totally. You got to talk. What did you watch Goose. that on? Oh, my God. I forgot. I, I feel like maybe Hulu. Yeah. It's It was free. We didn't pay for it. Um, but maybe man, Hulu, yeah. Oh, it's just so sweet. I just, I just you know, the, the hurting of the. Oh. The dogs. Oh, I just I can't get enough. Okay. And James then, Cromwell, too. So good. Oh, that'll do, pig. That'll do, pig. Number two, which I haven't seen in probably 15 years. And Mike was like, can we please watch this? I'm like, sure. Oh, Eight Mile. Oh, my heavens. Oh, my Lord. Oh, so good. Rap I, battles. Like, just the, the rap, best. And hey, those rap battles are great. But you know what? The the whole presence of um, Brittany Murphy's character, she is just like a little little street rat, like, with her flipped up, layered mm -hmm. hair yeah. and the, the outfits. And she's always lurking in the background. And she's like, banging dudes, standing up two in one day. Two yeah, in one did. day. She did. she did take down two oh, dudes. Oh, it was. And I remember, because I watched that. I went to the theater to see that with mom. Oh, And there was something. that really uncomfortable, yeah, a couple like very a uncomfortable of, uh, sex scenes in there. A little bit of a uh, finger diddling if no you will. there's the i won't even want to say like where she spit on her hand and, oh that's what i and mean and they're yeah. in like the back of his factory it is the least romantic <laughs> sex Speak scene i've yourself. seen in my that life one always got me rolling but i was so uncomfortable watching it again cheddar bob cheddar bob evan I, jones i just saw him in uh, <laughs> uh jarhead i watched with lorenzo the other night another old throwback oh. jake gyllenhaal war movie really good 
Add that to the list. Oh, wow. We'll just Jarhead. tack it on there. You can watch it on uh, Amazon Prime, actually. Oh, nice. Maybe I will but he watch played, that. I'm like, who's this guy? And of course, I looked it up, having dad's genetics in me. I need to know oh, of course. what that guy was in. And where he's and from. And it was, was Cheddar Bob. So great. Cheddar Shot Bob. Shot him in the lake. Indeed. And you know, it's it was funny. I love 8 Mile so much better than the sequel, 9 Mile. I know. It 9, is, Mile, nine Mile was just didn't hit. So inferior. So inferior. So inferior than All right, Mile. what else you got? Um, but what was funny is watching it with Mike, it was, uh, it was like he was getting so excited about every part and being like, yeah, that was just like what it was back in the day. I'm like, when this movie came out, I think you were like nine. I know. It was. I was like, you were living on the streets? Are you beatboxing on the corner? He wasn't like, at no, no rap battles. No, he wasn't. At the, he was like, what was the rap battle place called? Oh, I don't remember. Oh, and then freaking uh, Mackay Pfeiffer. He, he, I think that's where it came from. Yo, DJ, spin that shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's so fun. Um, okay, number one, and I have to be fair. This is not something I forgot I loved, but we just started rewatching it from Uh-oh. the beginning. Uh-oh. Is Six Feet Under. Oh, there you go. Which is, this is probably my fourth rewatch, but man. It's so good. Doesn't really qualify again. I know. I don't care. You forgot you love. I'm right in the middle of it, and it's just or in the first season, and it's just so good. I Maybe just, I'll give it a shot. Oh, Jeff, it's such a great, great, great rewatch. In, I can't, right. like. I just feel like rewatching stuff sometimes when it's got six seasons is a little much. But it's nice if you start watching it, and then you can always put it away, come back to it whenever you're like, you know what? I just want to. Put it on before bed, or I just want to, you know, not watch it while I'm while the, I'm in the shower, us, or while I'm getting ready. Yeah, not all of us have the uh, fortune of getting gun surgery that lays us out for. I know, right? Days. So, yeah. Okay, Jeff, on to Uh-oh. the next. We're almost done, guys. It's that time. Gear up. It's time for the Hollywood Joe. Hey guys, this is Hollywood Joe with the Hollywood Minute oh, coming to you live from the picket line outside of Shouting. Netflix. <laughs> beep, beep, we love you. Get those residuals. Thanks, guys. Thanks so much. Everyone is out here. Hey, Sarandos, show us your numbers. Okay, guys, that's that's <laughs> enough. I got to record the Hollywood Minute right now for the top three movies that you forgot you loved. Coming in number one, it's Popeye, starring Robin Williams and Shelley Duvall, directed by... Which I, I'm applause him. That was the last time I saw a movie was his house like 10 years ago. He no, showed me. He the loves the movie oh, Popeye. And Lord. it's crazy. Like you, you should rewatch. It's like okay. really well done. Oh. Robert Altman. Robert Altman. Now this is a classic because it's not a classic. It's more of a cult classic. Uh, the music is by Harry Nilsson. Uh, Harry Nilsson, I'm who is a, 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 a favorite of the Beatles, and he recorded such hits as I Am What I Am Everybody and uh, I Would Gladly Pay You Tuesday for a Hamburger Today. Awesome comfort movie. You'll love it. It's funny. It's cute. Fun for the whole family. And it was filmed in Malta, and you can actually still go to the set to this day. It was a massive flop when it came out, but boy, oh boy, audiences didn't know what they had when they... Walked out on Popeye. <laughs> Number two, movie you didn't know you loved or loved and forgot you knew because you've been doing a lot of other things with your life is Glengarry Glen Ross. Uh, everyone's in this movie. It's phenomenal. David Mamet, Alan Arkin, Ed O'Neill, Kevin Spacey. We didn't delete him from the movie, 
But I think they might in the re-release. There's going to be a, a digital recreation of him. Don't worry about that Stop. though, because he's still great in it. Alec Baldwin. He might. You know what? This is actually proving to be a, a little bit of a problematic <laughs> cast for this uh, podcast. But you know what? Don't worry about it because you didn't know you didn't love it because you do. It's Glengarry Glenn Ross. The dialogue crackles. It's so cool. It's great. I love it. And number three coming at you is Paranormal Activity, the very very first one. You forgot how much you love. Love this movie when it came out. I remember people screaming oh, their popcorn off in the theaters when this sucker came out. And in fact, I knew someone who thought that it was real security camera footage. That's how great this movie is. Paranormal Activity. It was the poltergeist of its time. Sorry, I've got a protester here in the background. Yeah, sir, we'll be right with you. Beep, beep, we love you. Go, Go, yeah, All right, guys, this has been Hollywood Joe with a Hollywood <laughs> minute and a half. Uh, hey, first of all, Joe, thanks for crossing the picket lines oh, to do wow, our podcast yeah. here. Hopefully you're not in breach of I any know, uh, right? contractual <laughs> obligations. Scabbing, coming with oh. us. Uh, we love it. Yeah, paranormal activity. Like, that was a good, you know, on the heels of, like, kind of Blair Witch yeah. found footage style. I'm going to watch it this Halloween season. I know. I'll, I'll save it for that. I know we watched it two or three years ago. That one really, that, that one shakes me to the core. I, I'm such a scaredy cat, but I know... October is going to be jam-packed of scary movies because that's what we have to do. Men's to that. All right. I think, Jeff, we're about done, but I just want you to do one more thing before we leave. I just want you to click on this link. Okay. So this was sent to me via Instagram by Sharon Gibas Augustine. And she just sent it to me, and she didn't tell me what it was for, but I figured it out, and then we had a conversation. That's why I love bourbon barbecue that's like me. Wow. Yes, and she goes, that's exactly like Jeff. <laughs> like when I shout out stuff. I know. I- <laughs> so she's a, she's a podcast uh, fan, and she oh sent it out. God. And I was like, you know, I'm going to share that. Well, shout out to Sharon Gibbis Augustine for doing the Lord's work. Thank you for and thinking of us. And always thinking of us. Bubbing barbecue I think there's some kind of pizza, too, that sounds like our pizza ranch jingle i think they stole it i'm dead uh, serious shut up there's no shame in, in the pizza, pizza ranch game. game like that part sounds like something look out for it i don't oh, know what, it, what other no. brand it is we have to like go- reverse google i know sound oh, search. God, that's gonna be very difficult no but not today you guys thanks for sticking around do you have yeah. anything you forgot you love let us know at ask jeff at comeonover.com we love uh, being your source of inf- inspiration, but we also love gathering inspiration from you guys, such as this yes. uh, wonderful video of who I'm thinking is. That's why I love Bobby McEwings. Oh, that's what's his name? Um, Will uh, Will Arnett. Will Arnett. Yeah, I think so. Uh, we love listening to our podcast. <laughs> I. Sharon Gibbs Austin. Sharon Gibbs Austin. Hey guys, thanks so All right, much. Thank you, you guys want to review this? Do it right now before you forget. Go to Apple. Go to Spotify or Apple. Give us give us as many stars as you think we deserve. We know we we know we Stop know you know. Okay, tell everybody about this. We have got some fun stuff coming up. Holiday season is our favorite. Yeah. So we are, I'm home for weeks, and we are going to start pounding out content. Yeah. Listen up for our live podcast coming up in December. So many great things happening subscribe rate review and share we love you all thank you for coming on over now please get the hell
The Come On Over podcast is brought to you by us, Jeff and Emily Morrow. I'm the producer, Emily, that's my name. And Jeff writes all of our original songs. Thank you all, and we will hang out the next time in your ear holes. Do some more of the vocal warm-ups. Oh! Howdy! Ha! Gum! 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 Peter Picker Pick Pepper Peppers. Slips. Slipped discs. Discus golf. Discus Olympians. Slipped disc in the damped dungeons. Slipped disc. Discus Olympians slipped disc in dank dungeons of Denbury. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good vocal warm-up. I just made it up. Yeah, that is good. Gish.